Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The devil is hard at work in today's culture in driving society farther and farther apart. He fuels division and hatred and spreads it far and wide on social media. New era, new methods for the enemy. Today, Pastor J.D. encourages you to remember Jesus loves those on the other side more than you can imagine. Be careful what you say. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on February 7th, 2021. Left versus right. Black versus white. Stop! And here we've got pastors. I'm going to talk about pastors that are arguing with the saved and at the expense of reaching the lost. People are dying and going to hell. Jesus is coming. The trumpet's about to sound. And you're fighting with the saved. Boy, Satan got you. He really did a number on you. Repent. Repent. And and make no mistake about it. I'm sorry, but the world's watching. And they see pastors doing that. They see Christians posting on social media, spewing polarized hate. How are you? I want to ask you genuinely. I want to know. Because I don't know how it's possible. I know it's not possible. How, after doing that, are you going to share Jesus with them? How are you going to get Jesus to them? How are you going to get them to Jesus? After you just did that and posted that, shame on you. You've been polarized. And and they're now being dehumanized, classified, labeled, categorized. They're no longer a human being made in the image of God that Jesus loves and Jesus died for. And by the way, whether you like it or not, Jesus wants them saved more than you do. In fact, you might be like Jonah. If they got saved, you'd get mad. I'm going to leave that one right there. I'm not taking that any further. I think you got the point, right? That's hate. It's called hate. This is why it is now, when I see people, I don't see them as, oh, local, howly. No, 
They're either lost or they're saved. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And that changes everything, by the way. Instead of being angry at them, having hatred toward them, I have compassion for them. That's the heart of Jesus. Number seven, preparation. This is the stage in which planning and preparing is in full swing for the, dare I say, quote, final solution. This COVID-19 vaccine, I believe, is what they prepared for the final solution. On April 23rd of last year, Bill Gates, while on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, of the vaccinations said, and I quote, and then the final solution is the vaccine. So we've got to go full speed ahead. After he said this, Stephen Colbert then said, quote, just to head off the conspiracy theorists, maybe we shouldn't call the vaccine the final solution, maybe just the best solution, to which Gates just kind of smugly laughed it off and said, good point. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis added. (laughs) Gates then restates it saying, quote, the return to normal solution. Stage eight, persecution. In this stage there is forced displacement in concentration camps. Like with the Jews then, it's just a matter of time now before the masses will be forced into concentration camps or alternate health facilities. By the way, it's already happening. And it's under the guise of quarantine for public health safety. Stage nine, extermination. In this stage, the extermination is carried out on those victims of dehumanization. Again, I am personally of the belief that those refusing the mark of the beast will be amongst the multitudes who are killed, exterminated, except as we're told in Revelation 20 verse 4, those rejecting the mark of the beast, the worshiping of the beast, will be beheaded. And I believe this will be done by way of guillotines. Stage 10, denial. In this final stage, the perpetrators deny they've committed any crimes. And it usually sounds something like this. I was just following orders. Suffice it to say, the list of Holocaust deniers seemingly grows by the day, and this is exactly what is happening in our day. But God. Boy, probably should have got to the but God a little bit sooner maybe, huh? But God, as only He can, makes the evil and the wrath of man to praise Him. What's intended for evil, God, as only He can, works it for good. 
Psalm 76 verse 10 says, Surely the wrath of man shall praise you. With the remainder of wrath you shall gird yourself. And Genesis 50-20, my favorite, along with all their favorites, Joseph speaking to his brothers says, But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. It is my belief, and it's certainly been our experience, that God is choosing and using COVID-19 to bring many people to salvation. People that would not have otherwise come to Christ, had it not been for the wrath and evil plan of man. The devil's God's devil, and God will never allow the devil to do anything unless in the end it's for His glory and our good. And God, as only He can, is taking this evil, and it's evil, and He's working it for good. He's choreographing the steps, He's orchestrating all of the circumstances, so that in the end He's glorified and praised and worshiped, and people are saved. And it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. I don't think we have any idea what awaits us in heaven, when that trumpet sounds at the rapture, and the dead in Christ rise first, and we who are alive and remain are caught up to meet the Lord in the air, I don't think any of us can even begin to wrap our minds around the multitudes of people that got saved because of this, because of this, as only God can. You know, <laughs> This is why we do these updates. This is why we've been doing them since 2006, actually on YouTube since 2008. It's also why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. And it's also why we end with the simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. What's the gospel? What does that mean? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses, the Apostle Paul describes what the gospel is. The gospel is that Jesus came, He was crucified, He died for us instead of us. He was buried, and then on the third day He rose again. When He writes to the church in Thessalonica, He says the gospel is that Jesus came, He died, He was buried, He rose again, and He's coming back again soon and very soon. That's the good news. What are the ABCs? Well, the ABCs are just a simple explanation, template, tool, if you prefer, by which you can share with someone how to be saved. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. And then when you do that, you acknowledge your need for the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned 
and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says that there's a penalty. It's the death penalty. For the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B. Very simple. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And then lastly, the C is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And then lastly, Romans 10, 13. By the way, I celebrated my... I. I I'm only 38 years old. I just got a lot of miles on me. (laughs) I'm only 38 years old in Christ. That's my spiritual birthday Uh, this year, uh, this month actually. Yeah. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) That was the day that Romans 10.13, which says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That was the day that I became an all. And I did call upon the name of the Lord, and I was saved that day, 38 years ago. I look good for 38, don't you think? (laughs) If you don't mind, I want to share three testimonials from online members. These have been such a great encouragement to many. And I want to start with this first one. Hi, Pastor J.D. and staff. I am writing to you from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I very much look forward to the prophecy update every week. I have shared your videos with my Wednesday women's Bible study group and many others. One in particular is my very dear friend, co-worker, and more importantly, my sister in Christ. Her name is Tiffany, and God has gifted her with beautiful creativity. Her latest creation is the Light Up ABCs of Salvation. Tiffany spent many hours gluing each light in place accordingly. She even invited her mom, an unbeliever, over for crafts, and her mom had the pleasure of reading the ABCs as it was right in front of her all day long. Pray for her salvation, please. Yes, Lord. Tiffany watches your videos regularly. Maybe someday we will get to see you in person before the rapture, then again, maybe not. Either way, praise Jesus. Thanks again, Jessica Schwartzmiller. The second one, dear Pastor JD, hi. Just want to first say thank you. Since my mom turned me on to you a few months ago, I have gotten much closer to the Lord again, and am even starting to feel the Holy Spirit at work. I have watched so many of your services and prophecy updates. Some of them I've watched over and over. 
Because of that, I feel my faith and relationship with my Lord Jesus Christ getting stronger every day. I am spreading the ABCs whenever I can. After listening to ideas that some of your other online members have come up with, I decided on a few different ways to get the ABCs to people. The first thing I did is I made this bookmark in a laminated cover. I have been sending these out to anyone I know. Then it came to me. I said, Ma, you can give the ABCs to all your neighbors by sticking them under the door. You never know who will be saved by just doing that. Mom lives in a building for older peeps (laughs) with a hundred units. She was excited to report to me today that she left some in the community room, gave one to my brother and, and his barber. I'm sure you have many requests, but if the Holy Spirit nudges you to act on my email, then please feel free to give out my email address. I will send anyone who requests a free bookmark with the ABCs of salvation. God bless Janet. And there's the email. This last one, very moving, comes from Gloria Tanner, who writes, Dear Pastor Frog, I started listening to your prophecy updates a couple of years ago. Honestly, when it came time for the ABCs of salvation, that is when I would stop listening. I'm a Christian, and so I thought I didn't need to hear it. Then one day I decided to listen to the end. And you also shared unique ways others were using the ABCs of salvation to share the gospel. I was convicted about reaching others for Christ. My son Tim went on to his heavenly home five years ago this June due to a motorcycle accident. Shortly thereafter, I had cards made up to use for random acts of kindness in his honor, which led people to a website I had created called Tim Tanner Live by Faith, Life by Faith. After hearing about what others were doing with the ABCs, God prompted me to change the card and add an additional one. One card is for when I do random acts of kindness, and the other is just to pass out as God leads. Both cards have the ABCs of salvation on the back. I have also added the link to your webpage that explains the ABCs of salvation to Tim's website. Tim had not been living for God, even though he accepted Christ at a young age, but God had a divine appointment for Tim about 10 months before his death. Tim had a strong desire to have others come to know the joy and happiness he found in Jesus. Tim has two little children who were only one and a half years and three years old at the time of his death. One thing the older one remembers about his daddy is that he prayed with him. A woman came up to me at Tim's memorial service and said, you couldn't meet Timmy Tanner and not know that he was in love with Jesus. I'm so excited that I can pass on Tim's love for Jesus through the ABCs of salvation and how it has now given me a way to honor him, but that will also bring others to a saving knowledge of Jesus. Oh, and by the way, I always listen to the very end now. (laughs) That's a good thing, by the way. Why don't you stand? We'll have the worship team come up. We'll close in prayer once they do. Maybe you're here today in this service. Maybe you're watching online. And truth be made known, you'll forgive me for saying it this way, but 
uh, this kind of scared the H-E double toothpicks out of you. <laughs> Is that okay if I say it like that? Well, I think it's better to scare people into heaven than to flatter them into hell. And by the way, I, I don't have permission from the Lord to uh, kind of soften it up and water it down. This is the warning of a watchman who sees what's coming, what's already here. And God has called me to sound the alarm, to blow the trumpet, and warn the people so that nobody's blood is on my hands. It's not on me, because I, I sounded the warning. This is what's happening. This is what's coming. The Ezekiel prophecy concerning the watchman who doesn't warn the people, the blood's on his hands. Here's what my fear, if I can say it like that is, and I'm almost done. I appreciate your patience. Just bear with me. My fear is this. Even this side of heaven, but certainly in heaven, were this to be possible, my greatest fear is that someone would come up to me and say to me, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you say something? Did you not love me enough or care enough to let me know this? That sends chills up and down my spiritual spine, if you will. The warning is sounded. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. Soon and very soon. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I Thank you so much. Thank you so much for Bible prophecy, because it's that which we need to know, so we can look up and know that our redemption draws ever so near. Lord, I pray for anyone that is watching this online, or maybe even is here, that has never called upon you, trusting in you, believing in their heart, confessing with their mouth. You are Lord. You are Savior. Lord, I just pray that the enemy would in no way cause any delay for the most important decision in one's life, for eternal life. I pray that decision is made today, right now. Today is the day of salvation. And Lord, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. 
we do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.